and welcome back to Oddies at the Wheel. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been, it feels like it's been two weeks. It's only been one, but this week has just been so fucking long. I feel like I've aged at least four years, but I'm joined by my two favourite babies, my two favourite gorgeous little men. My boys, my boys, my boys. I'm joined by Nathan Greenway and Reese Saunders. My friends, how are you? Good, thanks. thanks. Yeah. Uh, hello. That, 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 was a, that, that was the nicest intro you've ever done. It sounded like an intro to like a, um, a public radio station's like political show to begin with. Until you went like, "This is a, I've had a long fucking week." <laughs> it sounded so posh that like you could be like, "And my guest today is from the Green Party." This <laughs> is BBC Radio Four. <laughs> you'd be you'd be everyone's nan's favourite radio host if you joined Radio Four. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my my parents say I do have a face for radio, which is <laughs> <laughs> lovely. Them. But my, my friends, how, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually, for the first time in, in, a, in a long time, happy to talk to you two about football. Yeah. Oh, Don't worry, why. West Brom didn't win a game. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um... So, well, so we, 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 I think this is the first time in probably ages where we've, we've all had a positive week. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Um, so we might as well start with um, the best team in the Midlands, um, West Brom. Reece, talk to us. Uh, how, how are you feeling right now? Um, if we did this before he got sacked, then you know for how I felt. I was, I was done. I was done with football. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to watch it or anything like that. Um, the game. I'll talk about the game on Saturday against uh, Luton. It was probably the worst game I've been to this season, and that's including the Birmingham game where I walked out early. Um, but we, there was just no end product. Both teams were boring to watch. It was just a drab, drab game. But then, um, it was quite quiet. I know there was protests for the game, so it lie out and Bruce out and or everybody get sacked the board and all that. But it, during the game, there was no abuse towards Bruce. It was just a very quiet crowd. And then Steve Bruce, in the 82nd minute, lost everything. So he took off probably our two best attacking players in the game, which is saying something, because we were shit. But he took <laughs> off Ian Garner and Asante and then brings on Carla Grant, who nobody likes at the moment, and somebody else, I can't remember who. And then that's where it turned, like... Um, you don't know what you're doing, Chance. I sent you two uh, voice clips of the Chance. Mm. Uh, we want Bruce out, and you don't know what you're doing, and everything like that, and sack the board. And I genuinely thought Steve Bruce was going to walk after the looting game, and it took two, three days after. Mm. So and obviously, it, this is a tenure over now. He's been there two years, is it now? Months. Eight months. Eight months. Oh, God. So, so, so when do you think it started to turn for the worst? Because it, at the beginning, it seemed like it was he was moving it slightly in a better direction. Um, No. You don't I, think? I, 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 I genuinely do not think that Steve... We did not have a good uh, thing under Steve Bruce. So what I'm going to do is get up his stats as a manager of, uh, of West Brom. So we had, he had 32 games in charge. He won eight, drew 12 and lost 12. And um, the you ah funny, <laughs> you're a funny man. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yes, Nathan, we have had three chances at the last West Brom win. Um, <laughs> but if you look at it this season, one win in 13. That's all it's been. It's one win in 13, and we're in the bottom three. This is our lowest position in 20 years. This is a man who took a team that was in the playoffs or just outside the playoffs we took over and we finished 10th. And he genuinely thinks he was the man to take us into the into the Premier League. And he really isn't. So, but it's it's good news that he's gone. But it's just now, are the board going to make the right decision to bring someone else in? Mm. Are you going to get any investment in the side? Because the side is so undergunned. <laughs> it really to, is. To get out of the Premier League. We keep saying it every week. So, well, you said on the last podcast you talked about, well, if we had... Daryl Dyke fit and this and that, but Daryl Dyke's played like six games. We don't actually know if he's a good championship player, but that's kind of like, and then Asante looks like a good player, but he was what, like two pence or like, Southwood's yeah. bargain bin or whatever? And, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think with, with, with DK, uh, he's played in, he's obviously played for Barnsley in the championship, but he, he looked bright for Barnsley. And I generally thought, oh, we've got him in now. He's young and excited. He's going to be good. Obviously, he's played, you know, bare minimum of games. I just hope he get, he just stays fit. That's the main thing. I just hope he stays fit. And then, but the, the thing is that we, we get, apparently we're getting 10 million back in January or something like that. And the key words were this, when we're looking for a new manager, with, uh, Gary Bradwick was, it's been mentioned. Obviously, Millwall manager, but manager of um, he was football manager of Birmingham, and Birmingham did really well. And this was in there. Rowett knows how to work under a tight budget in the Championship. <laughs> not being, not being like, not not tooting our own horn here, but we are probably the biggest team in the Championship. Arguably, what? arguably one of the biggest teams in the Championship. One of them, at least. Yeah. Yeah. We should not be working with a below-par um, budget in the championship. We really shouldn't. But this board just thinks our season starts in January, so fuck it, let's start in January. <laughs> so apparently you're getting Carlos Corberan in for manager, who's obviously oh, formerly of Huddersfield. I mean, he did well last season to get into the playoffs, even if his record isn't great. Um is he the man to turn, turn things around? Just tell you why he's going to get the job. He's a free agent. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason he's getting the job. Because we won't pay compensation for anybody. Uh, apparently, Deutsch had an interview. And because we have no money, he said no. So, <laughs> yeah, Corbyn seems like the, the next best thing. But, honestly... Anybody, as long as we, and this is this going to sound really stupid again, as long as we don't go down, I'm happy. <laughs> and I shouldn't be saying that in the championship, but you know, uh, as long as we, as long as we start playing, I'm not going to, the, the, the dreaded quote, good football again, Nathan. We're, um, <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I'll be happy with wherever we get. I just obviously don't want to go down. So Corbin comes in, does well, fantastic. Corbin comes in, does nothing. Then we're back to square one. So yeah, I do think that the players have to take some blame as well. So they have been shit. They really have. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're playing the football they've been told to play. So yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's <clears throat> um, well. Hopefully, hopefully next week when you well, I, I mean, you're playing Reading next week, which yeah. according to Andy Carroll is three easy points. So yeah, um, <laughs> maybe maybe you'll you'll have an upset. You maybe you'll cause an upset next week. Hopefully, ho- ho- yeah. Hopefully, cause an upset against Reading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <That's ready. laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I, I yeah. hope we do, but yeah. Yeah, but I fucking doubt it. Um, so Nathan, a bit more positive for you this week. Um, obviously you you won you won versus Everton, which you know they've been a they've been a good team recently. I think I think they've surprised people actually with how well they have done at least defensively. Um, so what, what, what were your thoughts from the game? On the Everton game, I thought we actually made a bit more of a meal of it. Uh, because we spent most of the game like pretty much all over them. Uh, so the handball, which I don't think we need to waste time talking about the handball law. <laughs> no? <laughs> this is just a complete waste of time. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. I expected to beat Everton because I think Everton is shit. <laughs> like really shit. <laughs> they've got a crap squad. They're just a little bit dogged because they've got decent Premier League defenders. In like Cody and Tarkovsky and people like that. So um, the words decent Premier League defenders and Connor Cody and James Tarkovsky banded together. Ugh. Well, that's, who, that's who they've got. So yeah, it was a good game. We should have won it easier, which is the theme of both games really, because we we're really really creative going forward, which we should be with the players that we got. But the finishing is just horrific. Like the finishing is pretty much League One standard at times. And um, with the players that we got, it shouldn't be. Like, there's so many goals in everyone in that front in that front line. From the midfield to the front line, there are goals aplenty. So we need to get scoring more because we're wasting too many chances and it's going to come back to bite us because we're not the best defensive team. So we can't afford to have 33 shots on goal and, uh, and only <laughs> once in the last second. <laughs> um, we can't do that against better teams. So... Newcastle game, I'm, I'm not worried about it, um, which says a lot because I was at the great, the, the great Longstaff game, where um, not Sean Longstaff, who's his brother, the one Matthew. that Udinese nearly fought, yeah, Matthew, Matthew Longstaff, when he scored a banger against us, um, so that was great. Um, so I'm not really worried about Newcastle either. <laughs> <laughs> these, these two are just flirting with each other whilst I'm not looking at um, um, But yeah, positive week. We're only a couple points off the top four now at this point. We've only lost against Man City uh, recently. Uh, so it's all, it's all good. It's all good, but we're going to need reinforcements in January. I'm, I'm, shocked that, I'm shocked that you're not worried about the Newcastle game. Mm. Really, I'm because really Newcastle super, uh, the last couple of games. Fuck about Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> no, Newcastle at home. If it was St James's Park, it'd be different. But at home, we should we should turn them over. Yeah, especially is is that injured as well. But talk, talk about the Everton game though. Obviously, the the big news coming out of it is the um the new Ronaldo uh, Martial getting injured. No, sorry, no. It's Cristiano Ronaldo scoring a seven hundredth league goal. Uh, sorry, seven hundredth uh, club goal. Yep. Incredible. Unbelievable, isn't it? This mm. that every goal that he scores pretty much from now on is pretty much a record. Mm. Um, he is slightly of an enigma, though. I think 
Everton, because we're playing sides that actually come at us in the league, he looks a bit better. But against the Cypriots yesterday at time of recording, um, because they were just sat back with 11 behind the ball the whole time, he looked lost in the entire game. Like, yeah. Um, we, mm. So he's definitely lost half a yard. So maybe he needs to change the way that he's trying to play. Or, but is he, he, or just he leave. He really doesn't suit what Ten Hag wants. But we don't have anyone else because Martial pretty much can't play a game at the minute. He comes in, scores a load, and then is out for three, four weeks. And um, yeah, Rashford can play through the middle, I guess, but you want him out wide at the minute, really, because Sancho is so off the boil. And yeah, we don't really have anybody else. Really kept Cavani? Yeah. Where's Igalo when you need him? Uh, He's somewhere in China, I think, earning 500 grand a week. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know where he's playing now. Um, so do, do you think for do you think the wingers need to take a bit more responsibility? Because I mean, I mean, no, Anthony's scoring a fair bit, but um, wingers have been superb. Other than Sancho, Rashford hmm. he's out on that side. Sancho's gone a little bit, but Anthony's been amazing. So I don't think the wingers. Elanga when he's come in and played has looked good on the wing. Uh, he's yeah. lively. I don't think he quite looks United starting eleven. I was going to ask about Langer because I've seen on Twitter a few people complaining about um, his mismanagement, so to speak. Do you do you think there's an issue there, or is he just kind of is he just behind some very very good players at the moment? I think he's behind some players that are playing better than him consistently. Anthony, you can't take out the the, the starting lineup, especially in the league. Three and three. Rashford needs to be playing because he's scoring pretty much all the goals. Um, Sancho does come in. Sancho's a bit. I don't know. What it is with him, he's a bit of an enigma. But I don't Sancho... know if he's lost a bit of confidence or something, but he's not running at people like he usually does. Sancho's a weird one because, I mean, obviously we we all saw him at Dortmund. He was just this absolutely amazing uh, player at Dortmund. He was like the confidence, as Nathan said, the confidence thing he had. He was just taking people on left, right, centre. And I just could it be he still hasn't adapted to the Premier League? And that and, and that's the thing. And it, just talking about obviously going with the Dortmund thing. Where you compare it to, I'm gonna say his name again because he comes up every fucking week. Where you compare it to, like, say, Haaland, how quick he's adapted to the Premier League, <laughs> you know, and, and and Sancho and Haaland played in the same team, in the same system. Could it be Sancho find it a little bit more difficult to adapt, even though he's only he's been here for over a year now? I think so. I think mean, I know he came in at a difficult time because the team weren't great, um, but you would have thought this year with Ten Hag, we're playing a lot more high energy. Someone was showing stats the other day that with Jeremy playing with like a two, one, and then like seven or something like that. <laughs> everyone is so wide and spread out when we were attacking against Everton, the still image was from. And we literally had like a, a forward six, like just across their back line at times. And um, you would have thought he would be thriving in that sort of setup. But for some reason, he's just not. So maybe he just needs to come out the starting lineup for a bit and then come back in but it's going to be hard to get back in because Rashford is at times free scoring Anthony is scoring um so Rashford to the middle and Sancho out wide makes the most sense but we do need reinforcements in January particularly in I think midfield and I think we do will need a striker if we want to keep up this momentum Mm. do you know what it might be with Sancho because when I watch him when I've seen bits of him at Dortmund uh, he I think he needs um, like a, a left back or right back behind him who really bombs on and overlaps. Because um, I remember the season after when Hakimi left, 
he just um, he struggled a little bit for quite a few games because I think he had Thomas Munier behind him, who's more someone who kind of under that. Yeah, he's not very good. He's and you know, <laughs> with someone like Hakimi, who you know he takes defenders away from him because he's so fast and he's so great. You know, it is a bit of a downgrade when you have Shaw or Dallow behind you. You know, so, so I nice. wonder. Dallow's been great. <laughs> I think he's Sanchez been good. generally been on the left where he's at Malakia or at Shaw. And Malakia, yeah. he's really good going forward, but defensively, he's he's starting to lose his place to Shaw because he's exposing us a little bit down the left. So yeah. I think if Sancho's on the right, because Dallo has been fantastic this season so far. He's He's been undroppable. Um, he hasn't been great attacking-wise, though, has he? Yeah. Has he? He's been forward. He's mm-hmm. been putting balls in the box. That's pretty much his game. He can't defend. He's a real Alexander Arnold. This is the thing. I, I generally think the, the, the fullbacks that we knew obviously were like Ashley Cole, who was incredible defensively, and Lauren and all those players. They're gone now. The, the, the old fullback is dead. It's all basically. Did you say and Lauren? Lauren's a great defender. I've never, never heard anyone reference Lauren in about twenty years. No, he's great to be fair. Hey, hey, hey! I, 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 I I'm, I'm weird, and I look at obscure footballers, yeah. but. Um, but uh, talk about, okay, go, go with Gary Neville or players that like play. Tony Hibbert. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but I, I don't think that. Rangel, Rangel, what's the player? Oh, that's a great player. Oh, Darnell Furlong, no. Um, I'm sorry, I ruined it. But no, I, I just generally think that the the old style fullback is dead. No, they can't defend. Yeah. Well, I mean, you say that, but when we come to my game, I think I have something to say about that. Um, Converted centre-halves don't count. In this no. And Ke- and, okay, I'll give you Kieran Tierney. That's it. Tommy Asu all- can defend like like hell. He's a great defender. Then, yeah, I mean, I, 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 nice to put it perfectly. Let me look at D- Dallow. is much better going forward. He's going back. Malaki is better going forward than going back. But then you look at Luke Shaw. He's better defensive than going forward. So it's trying to find that balance. And you think? Yeah. Mm. I think Shaw's a lot. Yeah, he's a, a lot, lot better defensively. He holds his he holds his his positioning's a lot better. Like Malaki has been getting lost recently, but he came into the Premier League and took it by storm because Shaw was injured and he looked amazing. He was getting down there and whipping balls in. But mm. he's um his positioning's just all over the place. But yeah, Reese is right, because of the way that we play, I was just talking about the way United play, and it is Dallow and Shaw and Malakia are so far out wide and then over the halfway line most of the time. Um, and then it's generally Casemiro or Luke, or Luke Shaw, Scott McTominay is hanging back a bit with the centre halves. So it's almost like the defensive midfielder in our setup has become like sort of it's kind of like a sweeper going back to like I'm going to go back to 1955. Guys, <laughs> hold on a bit. <laughs> he's oh, almost playing in that old role. Yeah, Carl was like 43 at that age. He knows all about sweepers and everything like that. So yeah. yeah. He, he went to school with, 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 with Beckenbauer. That's oh, that's why there's mm. no time for people like Juan Bissaka, who can defend when he's at his mm. best, but mm. he cannot get, he doesn't get forward and doesn't put a good cross in the box. You go, oh he's shit, isn't he? For 2022, he belongs yeah. in 2001, really. I'm <laughs> surprised. Mm. I'm surprised he's never tried as like a right centre back in like a three or something. It seems like it would be a really good position for him. Mm. You know, when when Gareth Southgate inevitably takes over, that's what it'll be. <laughs> Wamba, Saka, oh, oh, Harry Maguire and Luke Shaw as a back three. 
You know, I, I, think, I genuinely think that when when obviously the, the three at the back was obviously brought in, it, it genuinely did fuck up a lot of fullbacks. It did. Because you play three centre-halves, they're having to adapt to a new role. Can they do it quicker? I mean, you look at it. Perfect example of a, a player that was, this is the winger who was crap, who played a wing-back. Victor Moses, he was incredible as a winger. Mm. Yeah. Absolute wank as a, anything else, but as a wing-back, he was incredible. Yeah, that's a very good shout, to be fair. And then you look at, but then you look at Trent. When Trent plays as a wing back, Trent's incredible. When you, as, when you put Trent as a, as a right back, Trent is shit. So <laughs> the, the old school fullback defender's dead. It's it's a lost art because of Antonio Conte. Bloody Conte. Yeah, screw that guy. Full of goose. Yeah, but um, you mentioned Scott McTominay earlier. Um, obviously, he scored last night um, for you in a, in a thrilling game. Um, <laughs> it was a real thriller. So, we, we, uh, let's be honest. How nervous were you that it was going to be a draw? Or, or did you expect that you would win? Um, yeah, well, obviously, I expected to win. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I wasn't really nervous that it was going to be a draw. I would have been annoyed if it was a draw. But I can't say it would have massively bothered me. <laughs> like, if we if we drew it, it would have been funny because we would have got all the memes and everything. Uh, it would have been good. <laughs> but, I mean, we're gonna get out of the group. We I think we have now mathematically. Mm. Have to double check that. It's not bothers because we still have to play sheriff or whatever they're called. So I, I think you still need to play Sociedad. I think I think you need to win a Sociedad to qualify. Yes, there's two. Isn't there two games left? Two games left, yeah. Yeah. We've got Sheriff and Sociedad. Um, the Sociedad game will be good, but hopefully we're through by then. I don't know which team we have to play next, but yeah, it was nice. Scott McTominay, the first uh, Man United player to score an injury time winner in Europe since Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. You're a, you are a git. I was about to say that. That was I was I was biting my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, I've got a great stat lined up. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, it was a really frustrating game. The finishing was all over the place. It was like a weird training exercise because they only had two shots the entire match. Uh, so it was really strange to see, but it just highlight what I said earlier that we're just so wasteful at times. I bet also, probably... this though, props to the keeper as well, though. The keeper, he had a, oh, very... he was, he had a blinder. Mm. He was amazing. Uh, so he's essentially one to watch and has earned himself a move. But the Europa League is just... <laughs> I don't know what you think about it, Liam, but it's just a bit frustrating because you know, the reward is great, but no one massively cares about it until you get to like, the quarterfinals. Yeah, and then no one gives a shit on the group stage. Why am I not allowed in this? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> Let me bring it back to 1955. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, 1983. Wow. Thank you very much. Okay. They, they, they won the Cup, Cup Winners' Cup. Oh, Did we? Wow. I, I don't feel probably not. <laughs> I didn't say fucking yeah. hell. No, we hey, we beat Mario Kempesh and Valencia. Oh. Wow. wow. That's big stuff. Oh. <laughs> sure. It, it literally is the League Cup of European competitions and the Conference League as well. I can't imagine West Ham really care until they if if they got to like the quarterfinals, they'd be like, this is the most important thing to me in the world. No. Like you, say, you say that though, because Jose, I mean, look, Jose says winning that is probably one of the greatest things he's ever done. He says that and, every season about whatever's just happened. Yeah, but you, you look at him. He's the first man, you know, he's the first one to win what Champions League, Europa League, and now this Conference League. And to to to, to commemorate it, he got a tattoo of all three. 
Yeah, but those are his achievements. I'm sure if I was in the Europa League, like actually yes. part of the team, it would be really important. But as a fan, I'm like, oh, we're playing Omania tonight. Brilliant. It's just a reminder yeah. that yeah. we're not playing someone like Bayern. I mean, that's like that's like winning the WWE Championship for Impact title when like the ICW Championship. It's like <laughs> it's it's cool, I guess. Like, just 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 being able to drink McIntyre there. Call, I think that's what they call career regression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like it's like working it's like it's like working for AEW, isn't it? Hey, hey, leave my lads alone. That. But um, just want to talk about, obviously, just talk about European football and all that. Yeah, have you seen the wonderful quote that Xavi's put out today? No, I don't think so. Um, the the Champions League competition has not been fair to Barcelona. <laughs> Why? Because they lost again. But um, he <laughs> said it's not been fair to them, and everyone like, everyone just went. What do you mean? How's it? How's it not been fair to you? I mean, you, it's been a you, tough group for him, but like, you, it's, it's been fair. Then don't but this I mean, shit, and then you'll get a good group. And also, have you seen what they're wearing for El Clasico? Oh, yes, God. they're having to wear Oldham's logo. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're wearing, obviously, wearing Drake's thinks he's the first street, the first um, person to reach 50 billion on Spotify. Wow. Yeah. What a guy. Wow. I, I can't name a Drake song. <laughs> And I've never listened to one of you, I don't think. On on Barcelona, the Athletic released a report yesterday on their finances uh, because a lot of their stuff was based on reaching at least a quarterfinal to the Champions League. Really? (laughs) And they still owe owe 120 million euros for Neto, Pjanic and Coutinho. (laughs) (laughs) All three don't play for them more than it, isn't it? They don't play for them. (laughs) (laughs) Then they're still paying for them. Oh, it's beautiful. And two of them are shy as well. All three of them are shit. Which one? Yeah, I was was being nice to Coutinho, but. I I still think, though, the, the, the best thing that Liverpool did was insert a Champions League winning clause into Coutinho's contract. Because when he won it with Bayern Munich, they had to pay that. Barcelona had to pay. Well, they have to pay it in the same way that Alex Jones has to pay all of that money. They're not going <laughs> to. $965 million. Yeah. Have you seen he's still talking to Sandy Hook? Yeah. Fucking He's going to end up back in another trial, but that's a oh. different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I just think that, uh, go back to Europa League, I think as, I agree completely. You only really care until you get to playing like the teams that drop from the Champions League. It depends who's next. Like, if we genuinely get Barca, first off, I would love to knock Barcelona out of the Europa League. It would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but secondly, I also would love to do it whilst Frankie de Jong sits on the bench. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. The oh. amount of pictures there'll be of Frankie sat on the bench whilst Ten Hag celebrates Rashford's fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, welcome to Nathan's dreams. <laughs> but nah, I mean, you know, it's it it is funny to see Barcelona doing shit after you know they they deserve it. Taking a piss out of football for the amount of years they did by buying players with stupid amounts of money, they deserve where they are. They really do. The owners do, yeah. The fans obviously don't, and the players earn what earn uh, deserve what's owed to them. Oh yeah. Just fine. Mm. I just realised Liam's wearing a Barcelona shirt. 
Yeah, I am, yeah. It's just a cousin. <laughs> Ironically, I have Xavi on the back. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just bad mate, your favourite player. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but the way that the club is run is they don't even own their TV rights. Like 50% no. of them are owned by some a load of conglomerates. And then for the next yeah. 25 years. Yeah, so that's where yeah. the club's at, and to pay for Rafinha. On, yeah, to, to base it all on Champions League, and then obviously they all want the Super League to still happen. Then Juve, Real Madrid. I'm sure the Premier League clubs do as well, but they're not involved anymore. But like, they need it to happen to survive. This isn't sustainable. No, the, the, the thing is, I mean, you look at it. I give. I I'm shocked. I'll be shocked if Barcelona are still in business in five years. Unless the Super League happens. It has to yeah. for them. Mm. It needs to. They, like, they are the WCW of, of, of football. Pretty much. No, they are. No, that, 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 that's actually a really good analogy. They really are. To people who don't watch wrestling, research. research. Yeah. You'll be astonished by how quickly they can piss away money. You need to do a yeah. lot of, guys listening, you've got a lot of homework this week. Mm. You need to look up the sweeper position. <laughs> and late 90s oh, wrestling and also apparently West Brom were in Europe which I'm not going to fact check on the pod <laughs> I have no idea if they were but maybe they were <laughs> also you need to look up who Lauren is as well <laughs> oh yeah and, and yes. Lauren yeah, so look up Lauren um, yeah well so. speaking of Lauren oh, I'll say Arsenal legend Liam how, have, uh, how happy Arsenal <laughs> obviously Beating Liverpool 3-2 and then obviously obviously scraping a win against Bodo Glimp. <laughs> uh, obviously last night was recorded. I'm not going to lie. Liverpool, I was shocked you beat them. To be fair, they actually played really quite well. Like, I I was really hoping that, like, for Liverpool that played Man U would turn up. But I was like, jeez, like, I, I was a bit worried, I have to be honest. <laughs> How lucky is Gabriel as well? <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what? I don't think it was a handball. I don't know. I think that's probably controversial. Of course, you would think it was no. a handball. <laughs> but no, because if you watch it, it comes off his chest first, but it's also way too fucking close to his to his hand. Like the ball's way too close to him, like to like to be like a penalty. Yeah. Personally, I mean the handball law has been made kind of a mockery of at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. We got three especially that weekend. Gabriel, we got Antonio, and we got Rashford. And 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 Skamaka as well, who actually handballed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he actually did. That's the one that doesn't get included because it actually was a handball. But you look at all three and they're vaguely similar. Antonio gets through because of a loophole in mm. the rule. Rashford gets through because he didn't pass it. <laughs> instead, he, instead, he had the audacity to score. And then Gabriel's is... I don't even know if they checked it. But they checked no. it. Oh, did they? Well, it was very quick, though. I think this just hammers home how bad VAR is again. I think it's vast. The people using it, like they're, just, they're just fucking idiots. Yeah. To be yeah. fair though, the reason that it wasn't, I, I think the reason it, it was either very quick check or wasn't checked at all. I think because the breath said it's too close to the body, so that's why it's not being given. I and mean, then the VR, VAR is like, okay, well you know that's not a clear and obvious error, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I mean? if it was a penalty, it should, surely it is a clear and obvious error. Yeah, but we also had another penalty controversy later on. <laughs> Because apparently we just can't have a win and not have any controversy. Yeah. <laughs> um, nah. Just this Arsenal team, it's, it's incredible to watch. It really is. Mm. It's 
when they're, when, when they're playing th- their football at full flow, it's, I think for me, there's only one team that will smash them, that is Man City. Yeah, and that's going to be that's gonna be interesting. But the thing is, like, I mean, weirdly, I'm not scared of Man City. Just, I mean, because I, I, I think cause I'm, I'm half expecting us to lose. But also because I remember us playing there in January and we gave a good go at it at the very least. I'm not expecting to win. They didn't have a striker. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we, had, we had Lacazette, who's like no, half, half no. a player. They didn't have a striker either. <laughs> I mean, they still did very well. Yeah, Haaland is um, Haaland's <laughs> going to be interesting. Um, but oh. but thinking of more positive times, this was a very good game for us. Tomiyasu, a left back, who's usually a right back or centre back. I think he just added absolutely phenomenal. And uh, I'm a little bit of a spoiler. My Patrick is actually related to him. So I'll, I'll get onto that later. Um, spoilers. Right, is it is it going to be racist? No, 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 no. Okay. It's not. Just, just making sure. Is it, oh, look, I'm representing Tomiyasu. Um, no. <laughs> oh, <my> anyway. <laughs> but um, no, it was, I mean, I thought they were pretty good goals. I mean, we shot very quickly in the first minute. Um, and then a few minutes later, Liverpool got one back. Um, I was worried because Liverpool were really playing through our press very well. Um, and they are pressing very well. So I was a bit worried. And I mean, our second goal came very much against them on a play. Um, but I, I don't know if you guys watched it, but it was a very entertaining game. Yeah. Most of it. I actually don't think, this one thing I would disagree with is I don't actually, I don't think Liverpool didn't play very well. I think Arsenal were great. But I think Liverpool, again, were a shadow of the standards that they've set. Yeah. Like at times, you're true. right. At times, they, they had good, like, five, ten-minute spells. Yeah. The front but, um, players were... Well, but for so. most of the game, I would say for 60 minutes at the 90, they were pretty crap. Like, mm. they were all over the show. And they did it again in the Champions League against Rangers. Like, for the I first half, stop. they were absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Like, they were, uh, they were abysmal. And then the second half, they suddenly woke up and realised who they were playing. And that yeah. they, they can't do this. And luckily, they got players of the quality of Mo Salah can obviously turn it on. But against Arsenal, I really did. And I, I am, well, you're not worried about Man City for Arsenal, but if I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be very worried about this coming weekend. Because <laughs> mm, if they yeah. go in and play like that, if they play like they did against you in the first 10 minutes and against Rangers in the first half, they will go down. Like, like we did against Man City in mm. the first half. They'll get torn to shreds. Yeah, this match was the lowest XG they've had since the start of last season. And we had more we had more touches in the box than the last six times that we played them. Exactly. XG, fuck off. XG is, <laughs> XG is a good start, man. It, look, stats mean nothing. The only stat that matters is who... Who scored more goals than the other team? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah, that was a good day. I mean, yesterday yeah. we played Boda Glimpse. Um, and I, I thought we were going, I thought we were going we to do an Arsenal. I have to be honest. <laughs> I thought we were going to beat Liverpool and then just completely fuck ourselves in the arse like really, I do. That'd be really funny. You, you um, can do that in the round of 16 in Europe. So we'll see how you get on against that. Yeah. This is the thing, though. I, I still love the fact that Arsenal fans are still thinking we're going to do an Arsenal after the start they've had. It was only because I watched the game. I think everybody <laughs> is. Like, genuinely, even at the start you've had, I'm looking at fixtures and I'm like, oh, Leeds away. I can realistically see, see Arsenal getting done for six. 
(laughs) wouldn't surprise me but that's just what that's what history does to you it would take 10 years of success for me to not think you would lose away at Leeds well it's funny you should say that because I've got I've got a question for you both who can you name the two teams that have won eight uh, eight of the first nine games twice and not won the league it's one team it's Arsenal. And it's probably my team as well. <laughs> it is Arsenal. It is Arsenal. <laughs> was it 2008 or 2009? Yeah, so it was It was that season. It was, it was also the season where Galas stormed off. Yeah, the Eduards, um, Eduardo. Yeah, right. Eduardo. Eduardo, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Yeah, so it's the fact that as, as well as Arsenal be doing, it's in the back of the mind thinking they've done this before and mm. fucked both times. Yeah. It would only take, the thing is, to not win the league, You'd literally, if you lose like two more games, because Man City are probably not going to lose again. No. <laughs> this season, it really doesn't look like they are. Right. No, they Harland, if, if Haaland gets injured, it might change things. Uh, can we not talk about him this week? Because he let me down. Why did he let you down? Scoring the Champions League. So, no, 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 no. So, you know, he's done really well the last couple of games. A couple of hat-tricks, a couple of goals here and there. So I thought, you know what? Southampton at home. I'm going to triple captain the bastard. Oh, oh no. He scored one and that was it. Oh, I got God. the same amount of points from Cancelo. <laughs> their number seven is a left back. Yeah, that, no, nothing. I, I, don't, I don't know what's worse, that or Andy Carroll at number two. Andy Carroll at number two did disgust me when I saw that. Well, what were Canty number seven? That's a bit of a weird one as well. Yeah, that's. We've got to use that though. Or Gallas, at, Gallas with number 10. That was horrible. Yeah, that, 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 that is bad. Yeah, because you went from Dennis Bergkamp with number 10 to William Gallas. <laughs> Isn't Edison number like 13 or something? 31. My God. Mm. Pep's um, a fucking idiot, isn't he? Oh, fuck it. Right, I hate you, Pep. But no, um, I, I, I generally thought, though, I, I, I am just... It's that game you're waiting for. You're waiting for Arsenal Man City. And if Arsenal can hold Man City to a draw, I think that chance. would be... That, no, Jimmy, think that is... Okay, Arsenal are now serious contenders. Mm. I mean, the thing is, let's be honest, no one thought we'd do this good. I didn't think we'd do this good. I mean, we were, let's be honest, everyone thought that Champions League probably was a reasonable claim. I know lots of people didn't think we, we, we wouldn't even get that, which, you know, I can understand after last season. But... It just seems like we're exceeding expectations every time. And so when when if we do fail, you know, if we don't get first, fans are going to be like, oh, what fucking losers. I can't believe they bottled it. <laughs> yeah. You, no, Arsenal Very pulled much. an Arsenal. That's, that's yes. what you get to hear. Arsenal pulled an Arsenal. Yeah. Mm. Which isn't the case because we've done better than people expected, but we still didn't go all the way. So it's just like, oh, fuck's sake. we can't win. We can never win. This is a classic can't win because you're, you're Arsenal, not because we don't. <laughs> I'll say this yeah. What Arteta has done at Arsenal is what Man United wish Oli had done. Well, we did. We came second in the league, and that's what they're going to do. No. What I mean by that? Is, <laughs> they've had two, at, oh, come on, they've had, they've had nine good games. They're in the relegation zone at this point last season. Look, let's not get bogged down. But <laughs> we're in the Champions League. <laughs> Look, look somehow look. <laughs> but no i just think look, the fact is that you know this shows perfect example of a big club giving a manager time mm. and it's paid off big time okay again granted he had a lot of money to spend this summer but he's actually bought in players that have improved the team 
compared to what he's done the last couple of years, he's just buying players for the sake of it. Mm. And the Emirates now is actually a nice place to go. Like for, for home fans. How many times have you been? I've been as many times as me. No, not all of us can get in by via nepotism, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Music's so smug right you now. Gotta, you've got to be. Yeah. You just got to avoid any fuck ups and bad bad form before the World Cup. You have to go to the World Cup still in this position if you want to have a chance. Yeah. I think if you go on a bad run and then we've got we've got that yeah. month from whatever break. So if you're in bad form and then go away, it's going to be really hard to pull it back. And you also need your best players to actually come back from that healthy. Yeah. That's yeah. good to find a season. Because Haaland is just going to be at home, chasing chickens, running upstairs, boxing against a robot. <laughs> the film no, is rocky, no, guys. That you no way didn't qualify. They didn't qualify, no. no. They didn't qualify. Eight. I know. <laughs> no, Norway didn't qualify, so he's just going to be chilling. Oh, Okay. Okay, so okay, that, 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 I think if also lose Jesus, I think that'll be it. I think that uh, they'll crumble because I've got no one yeah. to replace Jesus. I don't, think, well, I don't think that would be too much of a problem because he doesn't he doesn't add like a lot of goals. I think Inketia is actually a really good player. Inketia is a very good yeah. player, but Jesus does add, he does add a lot. Uh, Jesus. To what, what Jesus does is Jesus brings the wingers in and he brings them midfield in, whereas Lacazette and Bamian couldn't do that. So like James, could, but he was just way too fucking slow and immobile. Mm. But the things that Jesus, you look at Jesus had how many years playing Pep ball, and now he's bringing Pep, uh, the Pep's tactics and style of play to Arsenal, and he is play, he's paid off massively. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, I just wish I switched my allegiances when I could. <laughs> <laughs> there's still time. There's still time. Um, no, I have a monstrosity on my left leg, so I can't. <laughs> but yeah, that was um I guess, I guess that, that was that was our weeks. So mostly goods for the most part. Yeah. Um, is, is any is anything else you guys want to talk about? Because actually, I I want to m- briefly mention Napoli, who have just been on fire. Incredible. Is is it so? They look so fun to watch. It's you know, Syria suddenly become a really entertaining league at the moment. It really has. When you look at the last couple of seasons, it's gone down to the final day. Mm. champions and it's a re- it is a really fun league because you know what it is it's not one team dominating it's why I can't watch the Bundesliga yeah I mean, look at it you know who's going to win the Bundesliga every year okay, granted this season Bayern aren't top and Union Berlin are but you just wait for, them to sl- we wait for them to slip up and Bayern are going to win it you can't watch the French league because it's shit because <laughs> Mbappe's a windy little bitch and then but the setting out it's really good I'm really enjoying it hmm and that, that little Georgia lad for Napoli. Oh, hell. Yeah. Kavarat Scalia, I think is how you say his name. I you, said it right. You know, I, I really want to hear Carl say his name. Oh, my God. Carl is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Serie A is great. I usually watch more European football this season. I haven't. But I have checked out Juve uh, a couple of times when I've seen it they've been on BT. And oh, my goodness. I wish I game against Monza when they were down to 10 men. <laughs> For like most of the game, and then they they were awful, absolutely mm. dreadful. And they were awful in the Champions League, so it's good to see Napoli uh, stepping up. Udinese have been good as well. I mean, I know. Can, can we just talk about uh, how good Olivier Giroud is as well? He's still what, going. What a beautiful man. He's still going. He can't be far off on now. Four goals off on or something like that for France. Yeah, I think it's four goals. Yeah, it's it's I mean, he he didn't score a lot for Arsenal or Chelsea, but he was so good as a player. 
Mm. Are they also missing? And Chelsea yeah. missing? So, I, I think neither of them play to his strengths. Where I feel like AC Milan, I think they're kind of. I think they kind of do. He fits in because they were already playing for Zlatan. So he kind of just fits into that mould of holding the ball up and bringing people in and then having mm-hmm. the odd spectacular goal. goal in. But AC Milan, they have struggled at times. Like, still they not in. Yeah. Are they in the top four? They might be fourth or fifth. They're one of them at the minute. Top yeah. four. Is like random. And then Sarri's Lazio. And also, it's not the most interesting football to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, I mean, you're looking at yeah, you've got what so you got Na- Napoli top, the Atlanta second, Lazio third, Udinese fourth, Milan fifth. But there's there's three there's between them yeah, there's five points between them. There's so three points between the first and fifth. Yeah, Inter and, and then, just, yeah, they're mm. the kind of negative stories so far, like from the yeah. season. They're, they're struggling badly. But things so, it's nice to see that Juve are actually struggling. Which is a yeah. weird say, but it is nice to see them not being at the top constantly. So the level, the, like the field of play, has kind of been levelled by their demise. Yeah, it really has. They're such an unpopular team ever since the match fixing stuff from Christ. When was that? 2006. Oh, oh my God, forever long. Was it 2006? I thought it was like 2008 or something. Yeah, I thought. Ah, no, so They've really not been the most popular team. From like a neutral's perspective, so it is mm. nice to see them struggle. And the amount of money they've just wasted. Yeah. Absolute tap is that is coming home to roost now because they've got some good players. They've got that striker whose name I can never remember, Vlak. Vlahovic. Yeah, yeah Vlahovic. Although he hasn't been player. playing very well this season. No one has. I mean, yeah. letting Dybala go is probably the worst thing they could have done. So Well, he was out of contract to be fair. But it says a lot that he didn't want to stay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It kind of tells you everything. Like maybe personally he felt his time was up, but then to sidestep to Roma instead of like going abroad is quite telling that how unhappy he probably was there. But they're spending silly money on players like Moisey Keane and guys like that. <laughs> and it's just why Di Maria is a good player. He's probably still got something to offer. They're mm. playing him up front in a two. Like, yeah. He's got him playing four four two, and it just doesn't work with the players they got. Milik looks like a fan player, but he's probably not someone you want to depend on for, for the whole season. No, no. There's, there's a reason why he's been at Marseille for so long and not playing mm-hmm. for somebody big. So, um, but no. Well, well, well done, Paul. Yeah, he's, out, he's out for three months. He's or out for like that, so. forever. Yeah. Is he? Oh. Yeah, he, he went and played two games and then got injured. I mean, obviously, Pogba's, um he's he, the he, Del Dyke. He's the Daryl Dyke of Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so, so uh, should we move to the Patricks? Yes, absolutely. Do, 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 do you guys have any? I, I, I have a fantastic one, I think. Oh, go, go on then. No, 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 no. The suspense is unreal for mine. Okay. Nathan, do, 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 do you have a Patrick? Every week I know this segment's coming and I never think about it. Okay, Max, <laughs> I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> All right. So I want to I wanna tell you guys a little story, okay? <laughs> So, I was in the pub. Upside down. <laughs> so I, I I was in, in a local public house um, establishment, um, and, I, and I and I go to the toilets after watching the Liverpool Arsenal game, you know, for for my usual glory hole session. And um, as I go in there, I'm washing my hands, getting myself ready, and this guy walks in. He's like, "Oh, mate, I'm fucking livid." And I was like, "My good fellow, what 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 is it that ails you this this, this day?" And he's like, "Oh, mate, I put a thousand on Sada to score." <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> 
was like, I was like yeah, my, my, my friend, a thousand quid. And he, he's yeah, mate, yeah, mate. And I, I could have cashed out for 500. Um, so I just, I was trying so hard not to laugh. Because <laughs> he'd one shot on target. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm more the fact that you said public house for a pub and my dear fellow. My, my good fellow, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt so bad for him, but at the same time, I was like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You've watched him for the season. You've seen how, how Mr. Salah is. Like, Ooh. oh my God. So, yeah, my, my Patrick this week is for absolute Donny, who just apparently doesn't have any brain cells, but put a thousand quid on Mohamed Salah to score. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bought you some time, my friend. Okay. Uh, mine is actually obvious if Liam thinks about it, because and it's only just popped into my head. But mine is for those that have been following the Alaskan Fat Bear <laughs> Festival. Um, Bear Seven Four Seven for the third year in a row won uh, Fat Bear Week. Uh, a true what? sporting great. Uh, Liam, you've probably not seen this, so I will send you a picture in a moment. Um, and he is a unit, this boy. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go for Bear Fuck 747. Mm. Absolute tank. Oh, I think greatness. That's what this podcast uh, is really about. Is apparently, there was a cheating scandal. Yeah, I've just read, I'm reading it. There was a cheating scandal. What the fuck? There was a cheating scandal. Apparently, some of the bears were given steroids. <laughs> <laughs> But 747 is clean as they come. The Usain Bolt. Oh. Um, in a dirty sport. They named him after the Airbus for a reason. My God. They did. They oh, did. So, 635 kilos, the same weight as Scott's mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, wow. 747 is my Patrick. And you know what? I don't want to call him 747, so I will just call him Patrick. But 747, oh. it feels like he's sort of just like a meal ticket whereas actually he's a sporting icon absolutely but he's the lebron james of, of, of fat bears nathan do you know the origins of why we call it the patricks on, the, on your dad's called patrick because yeah 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 he knows yeah. right all right so all right, my... you know what, i'll change it i'll call it martha seven four seven could be called martha <laughs> name not a ew fans <laughs> all right i don't know that one okay <laughs> Right. I was more thinking Martha Wayne, Martha Kent, Martha the Big Fat Bear. Oh, well, I, thought you, I, thought you, I thought you called him Mark. Okay, never mind. Oh, more. no, Martha. Oh. Right. So, my one is, you know, the so the the tick, the train enthusiast, Francis, fuck up, Francis Bourgeois, whatever his name is, the one who wears the weird um, mm-hmm. GoPro thing on his head and looks at trains, yeah? Um, he's got he's got a show on Channel Four of taking famous people uh, train spotting. Oh, and I'm just gonna send you who his first guest is. One one of his guests on the show is going to be uh, a Premier League footballer, an icon, a legend in the sport. Emil so, Husky? No, no, no. Even better, guys. Uh, it's a, it should be. It should be coming through to you now. Has it come through? <laughs> oh, my God. It's none of the Jesse Lingard. He, so, Francis Bourgeois was took Jesse Lingard train spotting. Wow. Oh my God. And I am here for it. Jones, <laughs> I think we, I mean, it would have been better, with, with, I think, with Jack Grealish. No, no. Oh, I think it would. 
No, she's so well, of course you would say no. I'd want him to um, see. I'd want him to take Gaza transplant. <laughs> That'd be the funniest no, thing in the world. No, because imagine Gaza. Oh, this is where me and my friend Raoul Moat sat. <laughs> yeah, he turns up a fishing rod and some shit. <laughs> oh, Raoul Jesse Lingard looking at trains. Like, it's funny. He can't even get in the forest squad, but this might be why. <laughs> Maybe he's looking at trains. Oh, my God. All right, so we've got Martha the Fat Bear. A man... No, 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 no. Martha, the, the three-time Alaska three Fat Bear Week champion. All right, so we've got... Okay, so Martha, the three-time Fat Bear winner. We have a man losing £1,000 on Salah. <laughs> and Jesse Lingard going train spotting with Francis Bourgeois. I really hope he makes it with a GoPro as well. God, mm. This is a really poor week of the Patrick's. <laughs> Especially if I know he's going to be fucking all-encompassing. Jesus Christ. Um, I, I've I've got to go for the the accomplishments of Martha. Ooh. Oh, I, I can I just um actually I have some breaking news for this podcast. Some sad news, sadly. Robbie Coltrane. Uh, has it got? Any yes, Robbie Coltrane has died. Yeah, Rubius Hagrid is with us no more. Yes, it's a very sad sign. Um, I think I'm I'm also gonna go for Martha. It's just, uh, I I need we need to celebrate her accomplishments. Um, and I can't really go for my own. So. <laughs> Uh, Martha, yeah, but, as funny as Jesse Lingard looking at trains would be, I also think it would be really boring. Yeah, uh, I I will vote for oh, Martha. I can't turn down Martha. Martha yeah. three times. I don't actually remember what Liam's was. Wow. Oh, oh the man trying to a thousand pounds on Sarah. Yes. I don't want to celebrate that in case he's got a problem. I mean, if he's spending a thousand quid on Mo Salah, he probably has. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put um, that he's got more money than sense. You know what? He deserved to lose a thousand pound. What are you thinking, lad? I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Tommy Astor had a fucking amazing game, so. Oh. But it just made me laugh. But yeah, Martha. What did that, what did that have to do with Tommy Astor? Tommy Astor marked about the game. Yeah, Tommy Astor marked about the game completely. Oh, I really did. Sorry, I accused you of potentially being racist, but actually, it had a very, <laughs> had a very loose connection to. Tommy yeah, I had a very loose connection. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. The one time Liam wasn't like racist. Yeah. I was really worried when he said, Mine's to do with Tommy Asti. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> the one time. <laughs> what you said about the Arsenal shirt? No. That was just me being stupid. <laughs> but actually, yeah, but, but, but if you look on Skype, my name is Liam F. But actually, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, everyone. Thank you, um, thank you for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Reese, would you like to give us your plugs? Um, no, because I've been sterilised. Your mum had them last night. No, um, you can find me on Twitter at rsaws995, Twitch at twitch.tv, rsaws995. Uh, I forgot my Twitch soon, but, um I'm, I may be doing more streaming because I'm, I'm bored. So. <laughs> A glowing endorsement. <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find me at Nathan Greenaway on Twitter. You can find Rogue Opinions on the entire back catalogue at uh, Rogue underscore Opinion. God, I've been saying that for like three years and I just forgot it. Oh my God. You can find me at Papa Milo. Hey, oh, oh yeah, you know what? I, I, I was going to give, um, <laughs> give Anthony's um, Twitter, but I, I can't fucking find it. So yeah, you, you can you can follow um, you can follow me at, so, at um, Scientology. It's been lovely to talk to you and I guess we'll see you next week.